0: I went on telly calling him a liar, you know what I mean? it was like, You couldn't apologise. He said, look, I ain't fucking singing and stop trying to fucking make me. So I said, what club in here don't you like? So he said, the 8-iron. He said, I couldn't hit it all day. So I said, "Well, that's coming with me. My moods can turn so like where I couldn't get out of bed. Do you know now
1: when it's coming and how to come out of it?
0: I spoke to him about six weeks later and said like, you knew what happened. Why did you let me get away with that? He said, son, I had Romario, you're nothing, I yeah. <laughs> That's okay, I'm okay with that though. It's not not an issue for me, honestly. It does so, sound all right. No, but it was what it was. I shouldn't have said it, that's, just, that's the fact of it all. I remember his, but his first speech is like, I'm here to win stuff. <laughs> hasn't anything for 50 odd years. I'm looking around like,
1: we to see Craig Bellamy, somebody that I bumped into at the Vincent Company episode of The Overlap. And he was a little bit chirpy, as he always was on the pitch. So I thought he'd be a really good person to have a sit-down with and go through his career, his trials and tribulations, on and off the pitch, and obviously his movement into coaching. I don't know Craig Bellamy that well, but one thing I do know about him is that every time he speaks, he's engaging, he's compelling, and he's honest. Talked about Newcastle, obviously there's two, two managers there. Bobby Robertson. Yeah, amazing. Obviously... Uh, a legend and yeah. then at the end it was Graham Sooners but let's yeah. start with Bobby Robson and how that was yeah. for you
0: he was he, he tried to sign me the year before but I went to commentary because there was a problem with um, Duncan Ferguson was at Newcastle at the time they couldn't quite get him out right um, the deal with Newcastle and Everton wasn't quite it was yeah. back and forth and I was waiting in the wings yeah. but then commentary coming in between that and I remember speaking to Gordon and he was like Look, I know, really, if I'm being honest, you, of course you should go to Newcastle. Yeah. But I believe this year, you've just done your Cruciate, you've just gone back. I feel this year, I'll be able to coach you in a way yeah. that'll benefit you for the rest of your career. And, and do you know what? He was so right. Coventry didn't get the benefit for me. Yeah. Um, I really, I was up and down my performances. I wasn't yeah. particularly um, good, but I, I learned so much with going Strachan. So by the time I went to Newcastle, because yeah. Bobby wanted me the first time around, and still, you know, lucky enough for me, still came in. I come a much better player than I would have been first time round. Yeah. You know, movements and all that type of stuff. A lot of stuff that was coached to me by Gone strike and I had yeah. going into that. So being with um, Sir Bobby then was like, um, just as, it, it's an honour anyway. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? Because...
1: Did he feel like an honour at the time?
0: Yeah, it did, yeah. Because I know all the players he's yeah. coached and yeah. obviously we, I grew up watching 1990. Yeah. Then you sort of learn a little bit more before... You know, like your Robsons and everything like that with 86, 88. So it sort of like was a bit of a boost of like, he's willing to buy me, he must rate me. If this guy rates me, then I must be a good player. At a time, probably I really needed it as well. So I went there um, with like that confidence, but also with a, didn't give a shit attitude either. It was like, if I'm going to play in front of 50 or thousand, then I better be ready. Like, you know, it was, I got Sheeta, you have to impress, because yeah. you don't speak to him unless you're him. so I uh, had the first couple of weeks where, like, didn't even look at me, you know, didn't say hi, uh, there was no, like, welcome or anything yeah. like that, it was like, you'd only speak to me if I'm a good player, so I better be a good yeah. player then, and really focused on that, and then it was just, it just went for it, it started well, and do you know when you go in, yeah. in a place like that? Um,
1: Would you say it's the most stable you, you were during your career there?
0: It, it was where I really took off, do you understand, yeah. I really found a level of I can be a good player in this league because yeah. you you'd always have those doubts. Yeah. If you so, it really gave me a confidence of not being able to look back from. But also, a lot of it was down to him as well because the confidence he would give you even before games. Yeah. You know, he would he would speak to you in a manner of like whoever you were up against, they're terrified to they play against you. Yeah. You know, and it so you felt like you were this way. You know, and. Probably I carried that confidence too much, you know, because like that confidence followed me off the pitch as well. Yeah, yeah. Where he just he, he made you he made you feel like such a good footballer. Yeah. To this day, a lot a lot of what I use in terms of how I speak to people, in terms of how I yeah. treat people, is a lot from what yeah. I learned off him. I remember once so I got involved in an incident and it was my fault, completely my fault. I had cameras outside my house then in the morning.
1: Was it always your fault? Yeah.
0: I'm quite. Sometimes <laughs> it wasn't honestly, but this one was. Um, so what
1: was it, going tell us what the story. What,
0: what I uh, actually honestly I still keep working out what was the like what was the thing behind it? But I knew there was an, the instant and it was it, it like it hit the news. So I go into training, the manager wants to speak to me. But don't forget, my psyche then is like, I'm not gonna I've been getting abused yeah. non-stop, I'm not gonna take this either. So I go into the manager's office and I'm straight away thinking, like, if he starts blaming me now, I'm gonna have a go straight back. You know, because I just, yeah. I'm not, I'm not accepting it. So he comes in, asks my version of events. So I told him the events that weren't quite...
1: Rough version. Yeah,
0: <laughs> a rough version of events. <laughs> and do you know what? He blamed every single person apart from me. You know? Just completely like, we love you here and this, this and this. Completely diffused yeah. me. So I end up walking out thinking like, what's just gone on And He knew everything that went on. Right. So he knew you were bullshitting everything. basically. He knew it. But he knew me. If he would have gone at me, yeah. he could have lost me, you know, or he could have. Yeah, yeah. And it by just by being experienced, and I remember I, I spoke to him about six weeks later and said, like, "You knew what happened." Yeah. I said, "Why, why did you let me get away with that?" He said, sad
1: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be
0: for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I have Romario. Mario. You're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> he said, it's just experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. He said, "You've got a, you've, you've got a good heart." He said, "Yeah." He said, "I know that."
1: How did it end at Newcastle? So Graham Sooners came in. I yeah. suspect that was obviously a different style of management than, yeah, than Bobby Robson.
0: Yeah,
1: did that just was that a conflict? Is that how it ended, or was it a case okay, so it it just right for both parties?
0: No, it, it was. Uh, it turns out a big com- a conflict, um, self inflicted as well. From it you, was, yeah, like. Terrible. I look back now, you're talking about the Sancho and Tanag problem. This is nothing. (laughs) This could be solved very quick. (laughs) As was gone, like it was, and my fault. Did he ask
1: you to apologise for something?
0: I I went on telly calling him a liar. You know what I mean? (laughs) You couldn't apologise. It was like, what was I thinking? Take us through that, go
1: on. Um, Oh, it was... (laughs) We, and Graham didn't like that,
0: did he? Not? No, no, no. I, mean, I remember his, his first speeches, like, it was like, you know, I'm here to win stuff. If you don't want to win anything, there's the door. Get out. Right. And I remember thinking, like, it's a bit like he's on telly. It's glad has not won anything for fifty odd years. Like, <laughs> I'm looking around, like, <laughs> I, I, this is like, I'm interested now. You know what I mean? I'm like, but no, because I want it as well. of yeah, like, yeah. course. Yeah. And he was like, honestly, he, he he was a good guy, and I mean that. I, yeah. Like, I, at times I didn't, I, I didn't feel he handed, handled situations right. I thought there was, he had to make an impact. There was like myself, Kieran, uh, Laurent Robert, uh, Jermaine Janis. So we had a little group of young players yeah. who were sort of, we're not like you guys during the summer. You're winning, hmm. you're winning trophies. You've got a lot to talk about. And if you're going to be in the news, then you're going to be in the news. Because you're at the top, you're doing yeah. But we were creating news, and we were winning nothing. Were you
1: going out at that time? Yeah, we were socialising.
0: Yeah, we were socialising quite a bit, um, and I didn't like that. I was, like really, I didn't. And so I can only imagine what other people thought. Yeah. And I can only imagine what Graham thought. Yeah. You know, it was like, like, because he's won everything, which I yeah. tell you a few times <laughs> about. But he was like, <laughs> he, he was like, who do you lot think you are? And I understood that as well. So I, he's, I, tr- he's I,
1: basically just trying to. Yeah. You know, not control, yes, but make you more disciplined.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. We had Patrick, Patrick at there at the time as well, who had no interest in being disciplined. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. Um,
1: and were you easily led? I, or were you one of the leaders of that group?
0: No, I, I like, I, I that's, a, do you know, I, I've never looked at it that way. Um, was I afraid of missing out? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was afraid of missing out. <laughs> um, so you could, would you say I was easily led? Yeah, probably. Yeah. But I'd also dictate as well, you know what yeah. I mean. Um, but yeah, it was so. Anyway, going back to to Sui, like it was, we weren't going through a good stage at the time no. as well. We we like we were. That was the reason why Bobby went. Yeah. Um, the results weren't, and it, there wasn't a sudden turn of results either. Yeah. He wanted to bring his own players in as well. I knew we needed to get players out. We were struggling for right wingers, and I remember him like speaking to me saying like. Look, can you do a job for me on the wing? Um, and I've played on a wing for Wales. Like played right, yeah. played left. I never played up top for Wales, so I always played yeah, on the yeah. wing. So I could yeah, I could play on the wing. Then an article came out saying they'd listen to offers for me. So um, I'm not happy now. I'm <laughs> like, well, I've been playing on the wing. Yeah. And doing like yeah. you a favour, and also doing the team a favour. And yeah. now you're willing to listen to offers for me in January. So I said, well, you know, you can go and get someone else to play on the wing on Saturday.
1: So you in and saw him?
0: No, I didn't go and see him, but I, I said it too loud. <laughs> what do you mean you said it too loud? <laughs> I, I said it wrong. players. Without. So as I'm reading it, Okay. I'm like, well, you can go and get another winger at? And
1: that and was, it, that was in the Saturday. dressing room?
0: That was at the breakfast canteen. With other coaches in the room? No,
1: no. other players. The other players? Yeah. So you think that got back?
0: I know it got back.
1: From where?
0: Um, Alan and Shiri, yeah, yeah. So that's okay, I'm okay with that though. It's not, not an issue for me, honestly.
1: Doesn't so sound
0: all right. No, but it was what it was. You know what right. I mean? It's not, I'm not going to like, it's, because I, would I be that happy if I would have heard that? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. So I shouldn't have said it. That's, just, that's the fact of it all. So then as training finishes, manager walks in, I'm walking out. He goes, me and you, we're going to see the chairman. All right. So no problem. So as he's speaking to the chairman, then he's like, did you like feign an injury? And I said, no, I've not feigned an injury. I'm fine. I'm fully fit. So he goes, well, why are you telling people now you're not gonna be able to play on Saturday? I said, I'm fully fit to play Saturday. So he goes, well, that's not what I hear. I said, well, I said, hold on a second, I'll just look at these papers because the chairman always had this group of like a list of papers. I said, why is he writing stories? You know would come from him that they're willing to listen to office for me.
1: So in front of the chairman, you've accused the manager of leaking stories to the paper. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to end well, is it? It's not going
0: to end well. It. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's just one <laughs> stupid move after the stupid move of 24 hours.
1: <clears throat> was that the end? When you saw that article that morning, you go in the training, yeah. you feel like that was the end? How long that was it after end. that before it well, actually?
0: Well, we played, we had asked on the Saturday. And then as we played Arsenal, um, we traveled down, I wasn't on the bench.
1: Did he say anything to you, Graham?
0: No, well he pulled me just to the side, just said, you're not gonna be on the bench today. So I knew then something's not sitting right here. I haven't got a clue what's, I've got a good idea what's gonna happen. So as the game went on, we lose 1-0. Then suddenly it comes out, I refuse to play. That's what it was put out, like I refuse to play. I didn't, I said, someone else can go and play on the wing. Uh, on Saturday instead oh, so of so from me.
1: that statement you from made in the canteen
0: yeah canteen so it looks like I'm not. I'm refusing to play in, in a position then I come and give my version of events, saying no I didn't refuse on to Sky play that, yeah, there, yeah straight right. away why am I here if I refuse to play which I really should shut your mouth know your role as a player then day later I think it's even better idea to actually do a one on one interview with, with Sky again how did that of lying He's not telling the truth right um, so you called him a lie live on television yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, honestly, so stupid. You wouldn't believe how many people warned me about doing it. Said, don't do it. What are you doing? And I single-mindedly stubbornness thought, no, I'm going to go and do it my way. Right. Um, and from that moment, I just, like, I had to go into training, train completely separate from everyone else. Do you know, we both could have gone on so much better than what we did. It just turned out, me, I, I, I don't feel he helped himself as well by confronting and really attacking stuff. But maybe that's just how he was. But I also learned a lesson as well of like, you know, is for me, it was like, what are you thinking? I don't know. I, I even to this day do not know what I'm thinking. I Like I moved away from a football club I loved playing yeah. for. And I couldn't come back to it.
1: So you've carried on thinking
0: about carried it? Carried on thinking about it. It's like festering <laughs> in my head. More drinks then coming into my head. I had one incredibly insane moment.
1: I was worried about bringing the golf clubs out over (laughs) it. to be honest with you. Take us to Liverpool. Yeah. Rafa Benitez. Yeah. And how that experience was for you.
0: You know, Liverpool poster on my bedroom wall every single year. That poster you got from Toys R Us, that was there. So um, to get the, the privilege of being able to play for him yeah. was like, I had to do this. And even I was very happy at Blackburn at the time. Yeah. So I spoke to Mark Hughes, who was actually not that happy for me. It was like, I thought he would be, but he said something that was really interesting. He was like, I know who you are. I know how Liverpool play and I know how, this is not a good move for you. He style said, of play yeah he said then you're not going to enjoy it the Bonita style exactly that yeah he said you won't enjoy it did you enjoy it uh, no really didn't um, too rigid very rigid uh, how did he manage
1: you how did he man manage you what was his sort of um, approach to you this was were, I, you, were I, you spiky i mean obviously you were spiky at times, yeah though. but not
0: as much honestly right. it was like that i had one incredibly insane moments.
1: I was worried about bringing the golf clubs out <laughs> over it to be honest with you <laughs> I was like keep, keep them away for us
0: yeah. but I had, yeah, I had one moment talk us about that tell, tell us what
1: happened there we, we, we know the outcome but what
0: no it was um, we we were going to play Barcelona in the Champions League so we went to Portugal for a, for a training camp which is not uncommon so towards the end of it we were allowed um, a night out um, but before that we trained and then we could play golf and then, and I didn't really play golf then. I was only, only really played golf after my, yeah. after my football career. So as we were playing golf, um, it was me, Robbie, Robbie Fowler and John Anarisa, I think Steve Finnan was with us as well. And I questioned some of his golf shots or where the ball ended up, where I thought it ended up. You
1: felt he was throwing the ball, moving the ball.
0: I felt there were certain areas where I thought I'd seen, a, I'd seen it go somewhere and it ended up in a much better position. And I started to get a little bit worried when it was in the woods, but it was on a, it was on a tee. <laughs> but it was just, and it wound me up a little bit anyway. It yeah. was like, generally, like, like I said to Finney, I, he's cheating. <laughs> and Finney said, oh, don't worry about it, just leave it. So anyway, during the night then,
1: a few drinks. Um,
0: yeah, a few drinks. And then it was like karaoke songs because we had like Mascarano signed for us and one or two new players had to sing a song, yeah. part of, you know, part of initiation. But he had to sing a song because we had a Christmas due and he didn't turn up on a Christmas do. He said he was going back to Norway, right. but he didn't go back to Norway. We found out he didn't like, so anyway, that part of his punishment was by the captain. Yeah, he had yeah. to sing a song as well as pay um, a fine. So as the, it's going round, so I'm there going, well, you've got to sing. So he's like, dead against it. And do you know when someone's dead against something, doesn't want to do it? I seem to want to push it more then. Like, no, you have to. Then it keeps going back and forth, no. And then, and it actually, like he got a little bit, um, he said, look, I ain't fucking singing. Um, and stop trying to fucking make me. So, so I've sort of took offense. And he actually, I think he said something a little bit more to, like, more to that in terms. So I'm with then Sammy Ippia. Um, and it's weird, like, there, I'm, do you know what's going on? I'm getting more and less happy with it. So he's gone, and the more it's gone on, I'm like, I'm not accepting that. So you've carried
1: on thinking about carried
0: it? Carried on thinking about it. It's like festering <laughs> in my head, more drinks then coming into my head. I'm not like using that as an excuse, but it was So like,
1: usually time would calm you down. Time, time, got, account,
0: the time got worse. But then I remember little moments where he elbowed me in training. Do you know all the little <laughs> petty stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, this has been going on for a while now, yeah, yeah. which you just exaggerate even more. Yeah. So um, Steve Finn and me and him were sharing like rooms. We go back. I've said to him, like, I'm not this. like, where's, where's his room? So he goes, I don't know. I said, well, who's room with him? He said, Daniel Agger said, give Daniel a ring. So Daniel give him a ring, what room like so Finn's found like Steve's found out what room he's in. So I've said, what club in here don't you like? So he said, the eight iron. <laughs> he said, I couldn't eat it all day. He so said, I said, well, that's coming with me. So I've got. he's got. where are you going? I said, I'm going to go and find him. So he's gone, oh, fellas, you can't. I said, oh, listen, you're either stay here or I'm going. So he goes, I'm coming. <laughs> so he's come with me. So I knocked the door. Uh, and I'm quite embarrassed about this. This is not like... No you know, a good moment at all. And i really mean that, but I understand the question so I have to answer it because once you have to own it, do you understand what I mean? Yeah. It's a ridiculously prophetic act that it'd be unfair for me to not want to like talk about it because, and I'm not proud when I say it uh, or when I have to talk about it, but I, I have to own it, do you understand what I mean? So yeah. it's, so I knock the door, um, no answer, knock the door again and then he leaves the door on the latch because he thinks it's Daniel Lager. So he's gone back into bed so I come in, turn the light on, then I've swore a hell of a lot at him. Uh, people think like, you, like I smacked him across his legs, which is still not a good thing to do, don't get me wrong. There was no like smacking across the head or anything like that. I smacked him across the legs. Then he got into the corner, got the sheets like, and the bedding around him. And then I just said like, you ever speak to me like that in front of people again? Mm. I said, I'm telling you now. Like, I, then like, I escalated to more what I was gonna say. Then it started turning, because when I was drunk, I started turning into like a riddle where if you're unhappy with this, you better come and see me tomorrow morning, you know? So we said, okay, so I, like I turned that into like, what do you mean? So you want to know that? Like, and like, just like, so Vinny like was just hiding behind the light. And it was, it was just the most insane thing ever. And then I got out of there as I'm just about to enter my hotel room, players are coming back. So they all steam into our room trash our room because it was like one of these double floors in Portugal so like you get in and then downstairs is a kitchen yeah. type of area so in the morning Steve like comes into my room says look Paco and Rafa are downstairs they want to see you I go downstairs there's plates everywhere and and he's looking around like that and then he goes tell me what happened he tells him what happened then truth. I have to go. he
1: told him the truth yeah, yeah.
0: it's all the truth yeah he was like yeah was, I couldn't get out of this one, there was not even... But I thought I was alright, believe it or not, right? Because there was a madder story I went on before it. Like Jersey Dudek was out in the evening that same night and he was told to leave the bar, wouldn't leave. They brought the security and then brought the police in. Then as he's being wrestled by the police, he headbutts a security officer, yeah. So he has to get put into a riot van, goes in so to that night, Go into the police station, get Jersey out. He's scared because the police didn't think too kind to of what he'd done. Um, and then obviously he's gone straight from there, straight to where. He, and then John John has gone and you. seen him, and then had to deal with me as well. So, so
1: I was away from the league.
0: I was thinking, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh, I might have got away with this one, but no, nope. no, it was, um, yeah. It was-
1: hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite And at the, the end at Liverpool, is that right that Rafa told you on the Champions you you obviously lost the Champions League yeah. final, Rafa tells you on the plane on the way back The defter is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah on the way back.
1: Um, what come and sit next to me? Or? No,
0: he came and sat next to me. We just said, look, we've identified other targets, we, we feel we're able to bring him in. Um, if you feel there's an opportunity for you to go to another club, you speak to your agent. You're able to go and explore that.
1: Yeah. Was that a disappointment to leave Liverpool? Obviously, being the no, club
0: that you support, no, no, it wasn't? no not that. Not I needed to, because I knew I was going to be more of a squad player than I was. Yeah. Because I remember, like, we played Everton at Goodison. Um, this was like three, four games in. I were not even in the squad. Right. You know, and I was like, you needed to be hard there. one to take. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And coming into like most games, I, I could honestly tell you, I didn't know if I was playing. Like Barcelona game quarter, I, I only knew an hour and a half before I was playing yeah. and I weren't sure. So I was in that, like you knew one or two players were going to be playing, yeah. like you would have known a big part of your career, you know, you, you, yeah, yeah. you know, you know the team, yeah, yeah. And you know, you can, you can name, you might get one or two changes. Yeah. I felt like I was one or two of those changes. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't have the ability, myself able to be able to adapt to that either. Yeah. I didn't have that, like it was for me all or nothing. I have a or if I yeah. don't play, then I'm not wanted, then I may as well go somewhere else. None of us were going to school, you know, his carnage, it's just, it's shocking.
1: Did you feel like you were letting people down in your family around that yeah,
0: time? Yeah, hugely, and they moved me up early because yeah. I think they felt this is not going to end well.
1: A lot of the stories that you talk about, you, you own, the. the, the Challenges, mistakes, some of the things that you did wrong, but you talk quite openly since you finished football about mental health, haven't yeah. you? When did that first hit you? When did you first go and see someone where you thought, I, I, I need to see someone?
0: The first time I've seen someone was after Gary Speed uh, passed away. Um, then it was, it was Liverpool it was, because it was I was at Liverpool again for my second spot. Yeah. Um, the club doctor came came and see me and asked me would I be interested in going to speak to Steve Peters and I was really unsure about it. I just but what, I what, what
1: what he came to ask you to speak to him
0: because of what happened to Gary. Yeah, because how, of what happened to Gary, he knew how you were. Yeah, and I, I wasn't sure, but he he sort of I sort of said like like I would I'm okay, you know I, I'll deal with this. Um, but he was like no you you this is really something you really need to go and do and explain to me, obviously, in a, in a, in a better detail of what yeah. I'm able to give you right now. And uh, so I felt, what's the ham? It's not, you know, so I went and seen Steve and it really, like, I, I can't believe I didn't, I, I weren't aware of it. I can't believe I have not been um, given it. We weren't given this, this wasn't part, you know, if you-
1: That support service wasn't in place. Nowhere
0: near, and even if you thought of anything 2000s, like that, you were weak. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like how, like the bad habits, we were, we were taught loads of good ones. You had Eric Harrison, who was incredible, yeah. you know? You would have taught you some incredible habits for life. Yeah. But also there would have been a lot of bad things thrown in there as well, you know, that are not quite correct. But that was the psyche. That was the way of, yeah. of way of dealing with things. You know what I mean? Or you've got to get stronger or, yeah. you know, it's weak to think like that. You can't laugh after games. How dare you, you know, and this yeah. type of stuff. And then actually... By then spending time with him, it wasn't you know it it wasn't just getting over what happened with Gary because it really hit hard. It was a lot of what's going on with me. Things that were
1: happening in your life through your career from a young
0: age, I always felt different. I don't know if that makes sense at all. I always felt definitely. What way? I didn't belong where, and I didn't I didn't belong where I did in the area I grew up in. And I'm not saying it was a horrendously bad area. It wasn't a great area, but it wasn't. You know, I had a great childhood, but I always felt like I was a daydreamer. Do you understand what I mean? When was my friends... Right? Was that right? You left school at 10? No. <laughs> Does yeah, it, I I 14. 14? Yeah, 14. Not that early, but... Not you... that early, but it's it was still, still early. It's still quite
1: early. What's yeah. what were you doing for two years when you left school? Like, 14 to 16?
0: Basically, what the rest of my friends were doing. None of us were going to school. You know? I was carnage. It's just... It's shocking. It's shocking. How was that, that
1: happen? It, it, I mean, I, I, honestly, I went to school. Yeah. and It was like, well, you what you did?
0: So I had no GCSEs. How big a shame is that? It was, and that's my own doing as well. It did you
1: did you say I'm not going anymore?
0: I don't. I just didn't see the the need to it. A lot of my friends weren't going. Um, and, and you I, followed them. And I followed
1: them. Did you feel like you were letting people down in your family around that yeah, time? Yeah, hugely. Did they say anything to you?
0: I, I I feel they felt like my dad brought the belts out once or twice, you know. But I feel they felt I'm going to be Norwich's problem soon. Soon he's going to he's he's going to move up there. So you were already sort of. It was already there, yeah. yeah. Um, and they moved me up early because I yeah. think they felt this is not going to end well. It wasn't like I was a bad kid, because I wasn't. But I just felt like I'm not belonging to this. There's more to life than this. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I've seen more other people went in. Like, I, I'm not living here all my life. And even with my friends, I started to distance myself from my friends as well. Yeah. Because I, I'm not, there's a different world out there for me. Yeah. Um, was that football then, It always? was football then. It was always football. Yeah. I always felt like this is my way to be able to, because I wanted to go and play if the Theatre of Dreams. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember when Barcelona scored, Romario scored against you and, yeah. you know, when he went through Schmeichel's legs. Yeah. I remember walking down the street straight after it, like, and looking up, like, yeah. like, that's where I want to be. You know, like all these memories that were always, and I always had that. Do you understand what I yeah. mean? It was like, this is not where I see my life being. I want to be able to, and I don't care what happens to me, honest truth. I don't care what goes on in, in my life. Just give me the moment Old Trafford. Give me a chance to play at yeah. the New Camp. Give me these moments, like, that's yeah. what I, this is what it was for me. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I tried everything I could to mess it up as a young kid. Um, but I, another crazy story, like, which is part of my life as well, it was like, then I was going to become a dad at seventeen you know, I'm 42 pounds a week, it was like, I better do something, you know, and it, the, if you ever felt pressure, that was pressure, yeah. so football was, and injuries then had their own pressures, but that was um, a level... So you level felt like you were
1: playing for yourself, but also for...
0: I was a kid, I was a boy, Yeah. I was a boy who barely looked after himself, it's still not that great at it now, don't get me <laughs> wrong, but it was like, well, I have no choice in this anymore. You know, all the excuses I was willing to, like, blame everyone. And I was already, my story was already written. It was like, I was not playing this much in the youth team, but then I blame the coach. You know, I can go back to Cardiff then and blame everyone else, you know, and then be a good PAX player, be loved by everyone, be loved by my friends. Yeah. Or actually start, start taking responsibility and give it everything I've got And in order to do that, distance myself from my friends, so I become hated by everyone else there, which was fine. I had to make that decision. Um, But also, then I started to become more single-minded, more focused, um, slept well, ate well, drank loads of water. You know, just started to live like a professional, and my performances just went uh, up, up, up. Now I can still have outbursts. I can still do wrong things. Would you
1: class yourself as being angry?
0: Very you know very very angry um, very loving very caring it, it was just different sides yeah. of and I couldn't fix them all together do you understand yeah. what I mean it was like I don't know why I feel like this my moods can turn so like where I couldn't get out of bed didn't want to get out of bed
1: what point was this
0: you know? I through my injury because they they were triggers for me Yeah. so a big injury was a trigger where you've taken football away from me now I can always get it Saturday I can focus on. Yeah. Um, the week and train and train and that's why I would come in really early. Yeah. That's why I'd leave really late. They were moments because it was outside of it I struggled. Yeah. You know, and I had an amazing wife, amazing kids, but I wasn't happy and I weren't happy enough with that. That wasn't, and I feel so guilty. I brought my wife into that as well, where I wouldn't speak to her. A
1: we nightmare yeah. to live with.
0: Yeah. Complete. And I wasn't like uh, you know. I would distance myself because I didn't know, you know, I didn't feel loved. You understand what I mean? I always felt like I don't deserve this. And I was really harsh on myself with everything. If I played well, I didn't play well enough. Nowhere near, nowhere near. Where did this
1: come from? Did you get to the bottom of it?
0: My uncles and my mum suffer with depression really, really bad. Um, My uncles have really, have real big problems. Like where they won't leave. They won't leave the house even now. Yeah, it's um, one's turned to drink and you, you, you stay with drink. Uh, my mum has struggled for a number of years. So I, I feel it was part of, uh, which it, it, what it can know. be passed down as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and I always felt, even from a young age, you know, like how I dealt with certain situations, how it could just, you know, I could be really happy and really good. And suddenly it just... I did, that scared me. Yeah, it was like you know what I mean. Or even being successful scared me. It was like you know, it was so I, would, at I would open- look at the negative of everything and then overanalyze it right. into a level where I would just turn into like it, would just, it was just it was just going crazy. It was just going crazy.
1: How, how have you? How do you cope? Do you still get these moments now? And how do you cope? Because I'm always interested that people yeah. you know obviously you've talked openly just here now about sort of like being low and being depressed. Do you know now when it's coming and how yeah. to cope with it and how to come out of it?
0: Well, that was the key character because I didn't know when it was coming. I couldn't read the signals. Do you understand what I yeah. mean? When it's like that cloud comes, it's that. It's now I, I can see my mood changing. Um, so, like, for me, it's like it, it, having a support network is really important.
1: Yeah. What do you do now then? When you see that cloud sort of moving towards you, what do, what do you do?
0: I, like, I, I don't think I. only about a couple of weeks I've just come over it. I say i probably not far off, still in it a little bit. Right. Um, like it could be change of weather. It, honestly, it, it yeah. goes that way. Like it's getting darker soon and all that. And we haven't had a great summer as well. So that's yeah. you know I need good weather as well. You and it's to start of the season as well,
1: haven't it? Yeah.
0: And football's not too bad. Like I don't get involved in the. As a footballer we all did. Yeah. yeah that emotional roller coaster of being yeah. up, being down. Um. It, that's never great to be living at. And I try and stay away from that. Yeah. And I'm I'm able to see that. Yeah. Um. I'm able to like make sure like keep on top of my fitness I've got to eat well Um like I like we have saying it yeah. like I have an ice bath every morning up to my neck Um so like my habits or so
1: you manage it so preventative stuff like exactly that um, so fitness yeah f- good food yeah ice baths yeah other things that you think any, anything that helps you in and, and talking
0: as well so i make sure I'm um seeing a psychologist once a week um, now yeah, yeah well I've not been great the last last month or so. Um, I'm blaming work, which is a poor excuse because it isn't. Yeah. I've just not done it. And if I don't do it, then I suffer. So I know I'm fully aware of it right now. I spoke to him even today. It was like, I've got to get back. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to stay on top of that because my partner sees it straight away. Yeah. Um, she's really encouraging as well, you know, because the people around you notice it very quickly. Yeah. Actually way quicker than what you, you'll notice it. Yeah. Um, But it's it's the bit like it it's always going to be there. It's not like a magic that you're ever going to be able to. It's it is there, and that's what it is. But it's how you live with it, and also how you see the signs, and how then you're able to to. I wouldn't say like snap out of it. I'm not saying you have to snap out of it. It's not. It's being able to actually see. You know what? The world's not bad. You know. Yeah. You know, it's actually quite good. It's and there's a lot of good people in it because there's a big part. I feel. There's so many horrible people in it and I end up thinking more about them um, than actually the good that goes on um, and that's what I try and remember.
1: How does it work off each other with you and Vincent? Do you have direct conversations?
0: Disagreements? Yeah, not as much as what we used to at Anderlecht. Well,
1: Can you sustain it
0: from the no. way you are? Can you sustain this? No. No.
1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, everyone. I hope you're enjoying this episode. This is just a quick thank you to Skybet, our partners, for making this show happen. It's something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Please subscribe. There's loads more episodes coming up, and I hope you're enjoying it. Right, Craig, so the last time we saw each other, we were at Burnley's training ground midsummer. you just, I think, having your first few days of pre-season and you walked in, typical, combative front foot statement. <laughs> yeah. When you going yeah. start analysing <laughs> fucking football matches? Was, you, was your first words to me, I think, in five years. So let's talk about punditry first. Let's get off your chest what you think about punditry.
0: <laughs> oh, what's do I, um, it's, look, I'm, I'm like, I think you do a great job. And I'm here, thanks right. for that but right. but <laughs> but I, I i'm always conscious of i like the detail now i'm, I'm fully aware like people on like sat at home uh, where it certain things and yeah. you know i completely understand that but when i like it's too easy for me to say and i'm not saying you guys do but a lot of, I, I find a lot going on where it's, it needs to work harder needs to run more and and i also look at it but you watching really, sometimes i look at stuff and see, well, like are you seeing the same stuff that I'm seeing? Yeah. Sometimes we can, we can show a lot more than what um, I feel we do show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just probably me, maybe because when I was like in TV at the start, because yeah. um, I wanted to see for myself to develop myself as well. But I felt like there was a lot of stuff I was missing. I, you know, I, I know very little compared to being involved in the game. And once you're involved in the game, of course you see a lot yeah. more of it but you're a lot sharper on what's going on and actually in the pitch.
1: Take us into a dressing room, burn the dressing room. You're in there at the moment. How is you and Vincent company, a pair? When you think I'm thinking about your football careers yeah. now. And obviously, you're completely different now and Vincent will be completely yeah. different now. But how does that work, that compatibility
0: between you? I, I, we have, like, the same uh, view on football. We have the same, like, romantic view of, like... How to play. Cruyff, Ajax, Barcelona. You know, it's... Yeah. It's very us. Like we even have this like, Marseille doing a tapis, you know what I mean? It's like, Buller, Boxage, yeah. you know, that like, yeah. so like we're quite his, historians on football so as well.
1: Ev- everyone watches you at the moment and they're watching this style of play. And I've watched you going City earlier yeah. on the season and everyone's saying, we, the yeah. pundits on telly, you probably heard us yeah. or may not have heard us, you might not have watched us, but you'll be feeling it. They're going to have to change. Mm. We're all thinking Forest last year, they had yeah. to go more direct. Yeah. Are you telling us here now that, that you're just not going to do that, you're going to stick with what you're doing?
0: No, no chance. No, no chance? No, we're not going to. Why would we change? Just got to get better without the ball. That's what we got to do, just make it, our lines, we're, we're not, we're leaving too many gaps when we haven't got the ball. So what the problem is, is what we were really brilliant at last year. Yeah. And that's what, the people people talk about the football, we were the best team without the ball.
1: So, you talk about the compactness between They're the front and the back. back.
0: From the front to the back. You're only as good as that. Yeah. That's when you're a good team. You know, if you spread out everywhere and people are doing it, yeah. then there's gaps everywhere. Second balls are only going to land to them so they can come straight at you again. So, by being compact and being a unit, so it, it ends up working like a machine. So, the one goes, the next one goes. So, we're not one going to goes, see a big striker
1: goes. being signed in January and lumping it up to the big man? No. No? No. And going back to that relationship with you and Vincent, how does, it, how does it work off each other? Do you have direct conversations? Disagreements? Yeah. It, you see football the
0: same, but... Yeah, you know, you disagree. I gotta be honest, not as much as what we used to at Anderlecht. Um we'd have a lot of disagreements. Now I think he's, he's right quite a lot. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm getting more worried. I'm like, Am I, imp- I don't think I'm improving. Um, because a lot of what, he's, he's very thoughtful. I know you when you've done your yeah, interview yeah. with him. Uh, he's impressive. He's very different. You're yeah. not dealing with a normal ex-footballer. No, Do you no. understand what I mean? The work ethic he has, was is, is clear. Is it too
1: much? Because I, I, I left that interview that I day. I thought that. Do you know something? Because I, I, I work, I think I work hard. Yeah. And we all, this country's, this, you, the, you know, United yeah. Kingdom's based on hard work and good principles. When I thought eight, eight o'clock in the morning to like 10 o'clock at night, mm. every day watching the videos, I thought, his head must be frazzled, your head must be frazzled. Yeah. Do you not feel it's too much...
0: It, like, I remember being at Anderlecht and I said that to him, I said, you can't sustain this, you know, you've also got a family as well, he's just, don't he stop. can, honestly, and in, in the end where you think, don't even bother,
1: don't even like, but can you sustain it from the no. way you are, can you sustain this?
0: No, no. So where does the break come there? I've got to be clever with my time. So where, at Anderlecht, I wouldn't leave unless he left. You
1: wouldn't leave unless he left? Yeah. But now you sort of say
0: No I have to yeah, I've got to take my own little time up. So if I have three days off, then I'd take the three days. And it's also don't contact me in those three days. Right. Let me switch. Let me just So you're good at switching off. I, which we would never good at. Not you enough. understand what I mean? But yeah. I've learned I have to be good at. I have to be able to be able to then Yeah to work again. Because it's just you, you also you've got to be respectful to the people who are around you. I'm not saying he isn't because he very much is. Yeah. But I'm talking about me. And
1: how you look you after know? yourself. Yeah.
0: For me to look after myself but also for me to be able to appreciate the people who have been around me. Yeah. They need their time as well. Yeah. With me, you know, and I feel there, there isn't a balance. Don't even try and get the balance. Don't, it's not. Yeah. You won't get it so that's not, yeah. but I have to be fair as well in a certain amount of time. Yeah. You know, and then I'm all in. You know, it's, whether it's my little girl, all, uh, then I'm all in. Yeah. You know, whether it's waking up or even a breakfast, going to every park, going, it's all there. Yeah. She gets like 100% from me. Um, and that's what I felt with my children before as well. I wasn't good at. I was like, I was on the phone. Part time. Like, yeah. And I, I hated that about me. I really hated that. Uh, I understand it as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to yeah. beat myself up completely over it. Yeah. But at the same time I just I wish I was more present I wish I was more you know and because I, I look back at a lot of like say your Lombardis and everyone yeah. and a lot of the top top sport managers they oh uh, even you have one of the greatest yeah. ones and even watch one of his interviews towards the end and he says you know I think it was the one when I think it was his hospital letter as well and he wished he was being a better father. Yeah. He wished he'd been. And I know it's very, very hard to be in. But for me, that was, it was all more one way, you know. And I, and I felt like me being more present, me being able to give more time, um, is something I have to be able to improve. For me, for my own sanity as well. Because I'd end up, it, it, it eats me up. It eats me up.
1: Craig, that's a brilliant place to finish. Thank you for no, sharing some of your stories and great to see you on the overlap. <laughs> this
0: brilliant. is not this is not long enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need to do another one, part two. <laughs>